right, everyone. Welcome to tonight's episode of the Hot Widows Club podcast. I'm Crystal, the Hot Widow of Eric. With me tonight, I have Allie. Hello. Hot Widow of Rosh. Got a cute shirt on tight. It says Raising Boys. Her right. jam. And then we also have special guest Felicia, who is the Hot Widow of Mark. Hi. So welcome to tonight's episode, Felicia. We're super excited to have you. Yeah, so excited. With you girls. Yeah, I can't wait to share how Felicia ended up here tonight because it's a really interesting story and we'll get to that point. So let's get started with talking about updates. Give it to us, mom. You start. Me? <laughs> Yeah, I gotta. So I'll start with Allie on the way down here. She's like, hey, can my son ride with you? And uh, we were leaving baseball practice and I'm like, sure. And so the boys are talking, but it's kind of silent. So I said, hey, guys, you want to play Would You Rather? My favorite game to play in the whole wide world. Adults and children do very good with Would You Rather. It's a great game. So I had to make a lot of very serious decisions in the car on the mm-hmm. way down here with two seven-year-olds about what I would choose to lick. What? Oh, Oh, so options wow. were variable. <laughs> okay. Friday night edition of that. <laughs> With a seven-year-old. So I chose to lick a tire. I chose to lick a sign that fell in poop mud. Ew. Ew. I mean, the alternative was rather disgusting, too. So I could have <laughs> chose to get bit by a snake in the privates. <laughs> what? Who I came up with that. Yeah, I'm like, Your boy came up with snake in the private. In the private? But mine was um, would you rather lick a rusty bolt or would you rather lick the inside of a trailer that a cow peed in? Ew. So neither. I don't know where they were where coming up with this these things. Stuff? But on the flip side, the <sighs> cutest thing also happened. The would you rather was hilarious, but they were also, Gus was teaching Ben about today being Good Friday. Yeah. So he was teaching him about Monday, Thursday service. He was teaching him about um, like what today was all about in the Good Friday. They are the cutest. Little boys steal my heart. Yeah. That's why I'm raising (laughs) boys shirt. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So that's uh, that's my update on the ride down here. Uh, let's see. What else do I have for the old Hot Widows Club podcast tonight? Spring in Nebraska. Oh, thank God. Mm. Today, so Weather nice. update. Yeah. Beautiful. What did you wear, Crystal? That's what your update Oh, today <laughs> I'm wearing a strapless jumpsuit. It um, is strapless. Um, it is. Uh, it is time. It is time, friends and family. Clothes will be coming off. Outerwear becomes de minimis. <laughs> We've got two total opposites. I hate to say it. Oh, yeah. She's in her sure. sweatshirt. You're in your strap. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm always covered. It's uh, We are total opposites. You guys don't already know that. But that's what makes us great. Listen, I am covered and I am tactful. I and your boots are super cute, oh, too. Thank you. Let's be real. Thank you. <laughs> Let's see. What else we got? Um. Oh, my gosh. Sarah's episode. I think, Felicia, you've been listening. Yep. Allie, I know you've been listening. After we left the studio, Sarah talked about something so cool that I wanted to share with the audience. Um, not to steal her thunder, but she, so spoiler alert, Goose, their very special dog, passed away recently. And she had Goose's ashes turned into diamonds, which Stop I didn't know was a it. thing. We yeah. can all, uh, well, Mark was cremated. I mm-hmm. can make them into diamonds. You can make yeah. them into diamonds. Oh, hell yeah, I am. Yeah. I didn't know it was an option. I Googled it and it's really a cool process. I mean, I've done some stuff with his mm-hmm. ashes, but diamonds? Now you're talking my love language. <laughs> <laughs> Felicia. Oh. Yeah. Heck so yeah. I wanted to make sure people knew that, that that was an option. So. And she could pick colors too yes. or something. Hers was a it was made into a ring, mm-hmm. so pretty. a diamond ring, but she had picked um, like a light blue, I think. Yeah. Stop mm-hmm. it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because he will always wore a blue collar. I'm hoping, I'm hoping I remember that right, Sarah. Sarah, call in to the Hot Widows Club <laughs> podcast. <laughs> but she has a new dog and she said that that dog wears a green collar. So when that dog passes away, she'll get a diamond that's mm-hmm. kind of greenish. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. See, I learned something already. I have wonderful. something big-ish, kind of. Mm-hmm. I love to listen to our older episodes. I like to just like think about where we were at. I like to think about what we talked about. We are redundant. <laughs> we say the same things over and over. Episodes every now and then. But I think those are important things. It's our life. It is our life. But I listened to our very first episode where we talked about my goals mm-hmm. for 2022. We're in 23 now, right? 
Anyways, there was one I hadn't done. Passports. Boom, bitches. Oh. Mic drop. Passports are done. $650 oh. later. Crazy. Y'all need to be warned. I know. Passports are expensive. And you need to be warned that you need to get them in plenty of time. Yes. Yes. Because silly me, when mm-hmm. I was going through stuff, I cut up mine because it was expired. Didn't know I should have kept it and just renewed it. Right. Just sent it back in. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. So now I have to go through the whole process again. Oh, my goodness. It's fine. Okay. Here's another thing to know about passports. It's because I have three kids, and so I wanted to get passports for the kids. You have to have a death certificate for each kid. You can't have one to cover multiple children. So heads up, widows out there. Save your death certificates. Getting rid of those for me was so hard. Handing them over to that Mm -hmm. clerk to take away from me, that was weird. I am like crazy protective of death certificates. Me too. Mm -hmm. Well, one, they're they're expensive. They are. Yeah. What they don't tell you (laughs) is when you go through the process, you're like, oh, I have to buy these. Mm -hmm. And you should buy in bulk because you don't realize that you're going to need them for Mm -hmm. pretty much everything. I don't know how many you guys bought. I bought 12. I bought 20. And- (gasps) Mm-hmm. I think I bought 10. Yeah. So, I mean, like if someone said to you, what's the right number to buy? I would probably go even higher than yours. I would say 30. Yeah. Somebody told me 20. And so that's what I stuck yeah. with. But mm-hmm. I, I only have a couple left. You yeah. do? Like, uh-huh. Who do you give them to? Well. I've got all I, mine back, but one, I think. Oh, I only have, I think, one or two left out of my 12. Wow. Yeah. And I still have a lot to do. You do? So I'm probably going to have to buy more. Yeah. Oh. Like house stuff? Like what else do you have left? For like anything you can possibly think of, I still need to like get switched over. It's just Mm. like my house. Well, I guess my house is in my name too, but Mm -hmm. Verizon, Verizon is a big one. Oh my God. Everything is still in Ross's name. Mm -hmm. Verizon's still in Mark's name. I I just, mm -hmm. I mean, and it's going to be, I'm at like 20 months. I like, I just can't do it. There's just certain things. Yes. I'm not ready for, and that's okay. Yes. So with Verizon, I get a discount through mm-hmm. UPS, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I still get that discount. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go ahead and just keep that in Mark's name. That. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. We did turn his phone off. Finally, I turned it off. That was hard. Yeah. I haven't done that. I haven't either. I'm still paying for full service. So, so am I. I did it maybe 11 months ago, 10 months mm-hmm. ago or something. It's very hard to do. Yeah. Yeah. I I just and can't do it yet. Every now either. and again, I just go and turn it on. Oh, even though there's no service to it. Yeah. I just feel like if I just have a moment, I'm like, I'm going to turn that on. Oh, yeah. So yeah. that's I'm a, sure the kids think I'm crazy. They don't. No. But I like it just makes me feel good. Yeah. No one thinks you're crazy. You know? Mm-mm. Like, no. That's what I want to do. That's what I do. And you know what I would say if they said you were crazy? Punch them in the crotch. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I've never punched someone in the crotch. I just say I'm going to all the time. (laughs) I truly have never actually done it. Have I thought about it? Yes. I think about it today. (laughs) Yeah. But I didn't. Think about it with people at work. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So passports are done. I'm so excited. Do you have something planned then? I don't have anything planned per se. I have lots of ideas. Sure. But I do have a sister in Germany. So that is happening next year for sure. But it's not planned. It's just next year that's happening. So that's as far as I've got planned. I don't like to have a lot of commitments too far out because I really like to live a wild and free life. And so too far out makes me feel restricted. Agree. Like my clothing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's see. What else do we have here on the old list? Alleys are not restrictive. (laughs) I am going to garden. Oh, you are? Yeah, I'm going to do some. I always garden like flowers and I like to keep a well-maintained yard. But I'm going to really start start working on this a little bit more. We'll check in on that and see how that goes for. (laughs) We'll check in August. Okay. See how that's going. Okay, we'll follow up on that piece. (laughs) Make note of that. Yes. So as I was listening to one of our older episodes... There was an episode where I talked about doing a wiggle and a shake for Eric in the closet. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. 
In that same episode, Allie talks about dancing naked in the cemetery. Yeah. I haven't done that yet. <laughs> Need to do it. But I wanted to check in on with you. On the list. Have you done it? No, I just oh, said I haven't she done didn't. it. Okay. Well, that's why I brought it up, lover. I wanted to see. I feel like you would tell me if you were like. Yeah, I haven't done that yet. Um <laughs> Are you going to tell her when you do? Yes. Oh, okay. yeah. She'll be the first one. I was like, she'll be there. <laughs> yeah. Never know. Never know. All right. I, love I still want to take you there. You've never seen. I know. I want to go. That means a lot to me to go. I yeah. need to go. We need to do that this, I would, that this summer. Okay. Let's make that happen. Okay. When I was uh, right, when I was going to get passports, I'm going to tell you what happened. So I, um, my passport appointment was on a Monday morning. And so I collected everything over the weekend. I thought I did. I called my friend. I said, hey, is this everything I need? He's like, yep, this is what you need. And I said, shoot, I don't have those forms filled out. I thought I filled them out there because I had an appointment. So we filled it out at the appointment. Uh, no, you have to have those done in advance. So I get up in the morning. I have to go drive all over Omaha to find these passport applications. Finally get them. I get in the car. We're driving. And Millie is filling these out for me. So my passport application is written in 13-year-old handwriting. <sighs> which is hilarious. But she gets to dad, dad's name, and she goes, I'm just going to write dead. Oh, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> and my very literal daughter, I was like, okay, I I don't know how to process Funny, that. not funny. Yeah. I mean. Yes, exactly. You know, exactly. I mean, bless her heart. I mean. It was funny, not funny, so. <laughs> Um, at all 13, right. That's what you think of, you know? All right. Oh, that's yeah. what his name is at that point. I mean, <laughs> dead. <laughs> dead. I know. This made me sad. It was really sad. Oh. And I was driving home from work yesterday. I haven't cried for a long time. I did cry when I got rid of the bed. That was pretty hard for me the day the bed left. How um, is your new bed? Oh, funny new? story. Yeah. I have adjustable bed as a comment tonight. You do? I do. Nice. There were numerous things through your podcast that I've made some little notes. <laughs> do you want to talk about it now? Let's do a bed update. Sure. Yeah, I mean, get us a bed update. Yeah, what's your bed update? So bed update was when Mark got to a point where he had trouble getting up and down out of the bed. Yep. He was like, we've got to get something different. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. So we trek on down to the Mart and we buy the... $4,000, you know, adjustable bed that, of course, was the end-all be-all. We got this. I hate the fucking bed. Oh, no. I hate it. You hate it now? Still? I do. I oh, still hate it. Oh, no. Oh, I know. No. Do you I'm hate sorry. it because of the I just situation? Or no. It's just oh, not comfortable? Okay. Well, I mean, I never go to that side of the bed. I mean, I'm always on my side of the bed. Right. You yeah. know, you don't yeah. venture to that side of the no. bed anymore. Mm-mm. The dogs venture to that side of the bed, but it's not comfortable. Mm. And I mean, how do you sell a mattress that's, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's only three years old, three and a half years old. Oh, no. Can't stand the dang thing. I mean, truly. Maybe I'm creepy, but I get into my bed, even my new one. And I remember very distinctly how Eric looked when he died. And I lay in that exact spot. Mm Mm-hmm. Where he died mm-hmm. in the position that he died in. Mm-hmm. I can see that though. Even in the new bed. So I go to his side quite a bit. Do you? I do not. I don't. My I kids g- like to lay there though. It's kind of like Ross and Gus and Hank's spot. Uh-huh. Yeah. I do tell my kids, I still say, go lay on dad's side when they come over. Mm-hmm. Or it's on dad's side of the bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. go over there all the time. I'm not sure around. why I can't. I it's don't okay. know. It's just not I mean, maybe someday, me. but it's not comfortable mm-hmm. for me either. I'm like, I'm good. Yep. I'll stay right here. I want to hear from other widows. What do you guys do? Does that know. write into the old Hot Widows Club podcast at gmail.com and let us know? I'll tell you what I do do a lot is I still, I don't I don't know why I should say still, but I will probably do this for a long time, is I will put my hand over on that side mm-hmm. a lot and I'll reach for Ross. Or when I'm falling asleep at night alone in my bed, I'll like pretend I'm holding his hand. Mm-hmm. Is that weird? No. Okay. Samesies. Okay. So I love that you do that. So Mark worked for UPS and so he'd go to bed at, you know, seven o'clock, seven thirty mm-hmm. at night. He'd always be like, Are you gonna come up and rub my back? And I'm like, Yes, I'll come up and rub your back. So there's times soon after he passed that I would catch myself. Oh, oh Felicia. You know what I mean? Yeah. Rubbing his back. Because it was a a norm. 
what I did every night, you oh. know? So I get, Allie, Thank what you. you mean then, because that was a very normal thing. And every now and again, I will catch myself mm-hmm. where I'm, even if I'm just doing this yeah. on that side of the bed, but I yeah. do it. Okay. It's That's not weird at it's all. It's not weird. Thank you. I don't do anything. I don't have anything in bed that I do. I reach over or Eric, but I do when I'm driving quite a bit. I look over at the this other side. And, I picture him. Mm-hmm. Khaki shorts, red shirt, uh, yep. always yep. looking at me. And I just put my hand up. And so Allie knows what it's like when you're writing with me. I put my hand up like this and it means you have to grab my hand. And yep. she has to hold my <laughs> hand when we drive because Eric used to do that. And we would hold hands all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, just, yep. you know, right there. And I'm like, yeah. I know I miss that a lot. God, I miss hand that holding. so much, mm-hmm. especially yeah. driving. Yeah. Hand holding and hugging. And I am literally, I, my friends will tell you, I am the biggest hugger friend ever. <laughs> and if you're not a hugger, you can't be my friend. You're doomed. Yeah. You're doomed. That's I'm, your love language. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 100%. That's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your love language, Al? Talking. <laughs> talking? Yeah, like <laughs> communicating. <laughs> I, I do what love other love languages? Acts of service is one. Okay. I yep. do like acts of service. I do too. I'm all of them. <laughs> yeah. I like, There's I, certain I, times I like them yeah. all. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I know touch is one. Oh, gifts. Gifts is on one it. of them, which is totally yours. Oh, is that Yeah. Me? So five acts of love, right? All right. So Allie said mine is gifts. And do I like don't think gifts? you like receiving them, but you're really good at giving them. No, I don't enjoy receiving them. They're awkward to me. But oh. you that's your sign of love. Mm-hmm. I think you like to give. But you, you love, you're giving a giver. Them. I love giving. So acts of service and gifts, probably for me, like serving, mm-hmm. like making people feel good. Is your way of giving love. Mm-hmm. But what's what do you like receiving love as? Oh, See, I don't know. There's differences. You can there have, is. Mm-hmm. What do I like? I struggle on that, love? like how to receive it. But I'm like I said, I'm the touch when it mm-hmm. comes to the receive. Mm-hmm. What do you think it is? I think I have an idea, but what would you say? Of what you like receiving? Mm-hmm. I think, um, hold on, let me look it up. I, okay, know okay. What it, I know what it is, I but know. I don't want to say it wrong. I think I know exactly I know what ex- you're going to say. Uh, you probably do because okay. I'm probably right. I think you are right. <laughs> I'm pretty confident that you are. Felicia, what's yours? Like receiving. I would say touch for yours sure. Yours is receiving touch? Okay. Yes. And then giving is act of service, Act you of think? service, okay. yes. Definitely. Nice. Yeah, Allie, sure. What are the five? Okay. Words of affirmation, acts of service, uh-huh. receiving gifts, quality time, oh, I do and physical touch. Time. I think Crystal, what Crystal likes to receive is words of affirmation. Damn, girl. <laughs> <laughs> McLovin, you, know. you better be on that. Yeah, McLovin, you better be listening. You better be saying you look sexy every day. <laughs> All day, every day. In that black Wait, I don't look like tonight. this. Those girls are out. Wait, I don't look like this just so you can, like, ignore me. Come on. McLovin. Oh. Um... Yeah, Allie, I think yours is quality time. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. You're kind I of a mixture I'm, of I'm all a mix. of them. I'm a mix. Yeah. Yeah. I, I probably literally mm-hmm. can put myself into all you of that. You can put yourself yeah. in yeah. your I can too. I yeah. love it. Like I said, I have a girlfriend who she speaks on the five love languages. And yeah. it's such a neat. I love it. Mm-hmm. I could hear her talk about it all the time. I didn't know anything about so it until um, like I was... So after Eric died, I didn't really see a therapist except for maybe like a handful of times, maybe three times. And my therapist said act of love or I was talking about some topic and I was like, what's an act of love? Like, I don't even know what these love languages are. And she said, she told me to Google them basically. So anyways, I know what they are now and I'm trying to apply them to my life. So I think now is a good time to turn things over to Felicia. I want to hear more about your story. So tell us what you got for us. Y'all ready to buckle in? We're ready. (laughs) How long has it been since Mark passed away? So December of 20. December of 2020. So right around the same time as us. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Tell us your story. So I met Mark at Nebraska Furniture Mart. He was working on the sales floor in electronics and I was the manager of the phone sales department, mm-hmm. and a girlfriend of mine was going to throw my 21st birthday party, and she invited literally the entire sales staff. 
And so my birthday comes and I said, Leslie, I'm leaving this house tonight. I live with my parents. Mm-hmm. I'm leaving this house with you tonight. I'm going home with you tonight. Like, period, end of story. So we go out that night and it is probably 12.02. And Mark says, can I give you a kiss? And I looked at him and I'm like, no. <laughs> I mean, I had no, we had not even spoke. It was just an awkward, you know, exchange. And he was like, oh, come on. So I'm like, sure. On my cheek, mm-hmm. you know. I just got out of a really crappy relationship. So I was mm-hmm. like, no big deal. So anyways, I had a lot to drink that evening. And that next morning, because I was a very dependable person. Mm-hmm. I'm going in a Nebraska Furniture Mart, and I am puking in the parking lot. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And that's all I could think was, I am the manager of this department. And most of the people, I mean, I was 21 years old. Most of them were much older than me mm-hmm. that I was managing. I get in. There's a rose on my desk with an extension number on it. Oh. And two of the gals are like, good night last night. <laughs> oh. And I'm like, yeah, it was a lot of fun, mm-hmm. you know, not thinking anything. And I'm like, who's this from? And they're like, call the number. I go, okay. So I call it and he answers electronics. Mm-hmm. This is Mark. And I go, hi. And he goes, hi, do you want to go to lunch today? Oh, wow. Oh. And I said, with me? <laughs> and he goes, well, yeah. And I go, you left this rose on my desk? I mean, like, I'm not kidding. Like, I had zero clue. So we go, we go to Spirit World. I said, I'm not oh, what'd sure. what you get? Chicken I said, salad? I'm not sure I'm going to eat. <laughs> I mean, in my head, I was like, oh, God. I don't know if I can. I got chicken noodle soup. Nice. And we sat in this corner table that I could, if Spirit World was there today, yes. I could, you know, go to that table. Yeah. So we had a great conversation. I was... 21 and Mark was 30. Mm-hmm. So we had a little bit of an age difference. And we're talking, and he says to me, Do you want to go to the 18th Amendment tonight with me? <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, buddy, I cannot have another drink in my body right now. Like, no. <laughs> so, long story short, we just completely hit it off. We hung out like every day, every night. It was really crazy. About a week and a half into this, he asks if I wanted to go to a movie and dinner. I said, sure, you could come to my house and pick me up. I live with my parents. And he's like, okay, well, I'll meet your mom and dad. Mm, You're going to meet Hetty and Marv. Okay, here we go. (laughs) This must be legit. Right. So he comes in, meets my parents. We leave. We go out that night. We had a nice time. Anyways, Sunday comes and it's Sunday dinner because that's what you do is Sunday night dinner, right? Mm -hmm. So my parents are grilling me about everything. Mm -hmm. And the only thing I kept thinking to myself is I cannot tell my parents that he is almost nine years older than me. Why? I don't know. At the time, it was just like 21 and 30 just seemed a lot of difference in my headspace. I can imagine if I was 21. Yeah. 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 But I I was a mature 21-year-old, so Mm -hmm. it was a little bit different in my mind. Mm -hmm. Uh So anyways, we're eating dinner, and all of a sudden I'm like, just so you know, Mark was married for one year, and he's nine years older than me. (laughs) Just like a 21 Uh Uh-huh. And I looked at both of them, (laughs) and I'm like, okay. And they're like, okay. And I go, oh, okay. And I just, like, kept eating. (laughs) Oh, sweet. So it was, like, no big deal. So anyways, fast forward, we moved in together and we lived in an apartment. Mm -hmm. Then I knew like that was, you know, that was it. And um, he asked me to marry him. It was October of 94 is when he asked me to marry him. We got married in September of 95. From there, uh, we had my first, our first kiddo, Madison, in 97. And then it was one of those where we were like, maybe we'll just have one kid. Because at that point, all of his friends were grandparents almost. Oh, wow. That. You know what oh, I mean? Because this was, he, like I said, he was nine years older. Mm-hmm. So it was a big difference. Yeah. 
And I'm like, I really want one more, you know. So at that point, almost four years later, we had Jake, who is now 22, so 26 and 22. Both the kids ended up moving out of the house after Madison went to college Mm -hmm. and everything. And we were empty nesters. And... We were at, we were so excited though you to were? be empty nesters. <laughs> I know that sounds crazy, you guys. No, it's sure, but we were. Yeah, yes. you got to be a couple so, together. Absolutely, and mm-hmm. man, I mean, like it'd be like Friday night date night. Okay, we're going out. Oh, fine. You know, Aww. what do you want to do on Saturday? Oh, I don't know. I mean, huge sports collector. Okay, huge sports guy. So you know, I was. What were his teams? So. Don't say Yankees. Like, I know. <laughs> I was like, so here's the problem here. Oh, no. I know. So he was a Yankees and oh, a Mets fan. God. It's I know. Right. It's I know. Right. He's still cute. He's he still hot. He's so cute. He's <laughs> very attractive. And we don't judge. No. No. No, not at all. No judgment. Um, we had an entire room in our basement. He was a big, like, baseball card collector and okay. things like that. I mean, like, and the room probably a little bit bigger than this. Mm-hmm. And I mean, floor to ceiling in collections. So I knew a lot about card collecting and sports collectibles because of this. So it was crazy when all of this ended up going down. Fast forward, uh, February of 2020 comes. Well, actually, January of 2020 Mm -hmm. comes. And he comes home from work one day and he said, my back is really bugging me. And I said, so go to the chiropractor. Mm-hmm. You know, we we love our chiropractor. She's a good friend of ours. Mm-hmm. Anyways, he goes, okay, I'll go see her. And when he went, she pushed on him like she normally does. He like jumped. Oh, wow. And he was like, that hurt. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what do you mean that hurt? He's like, wherever you just pushed on my back, that really hurt. And... She says, okay, well, I'm going to send you to this pain management specialist and we'll get this taken care of and see if there's something else going on. So he goes to the pain management specialist. This is in the end of January Mm -hmm. of 2020. And so he, at that point, goes, the pain management specialist does a block Mm -hmm. and it works for a couple days. He comes home from work and he says, it's killing me even more. And I'm like, well... Clearly, you need to go to the doctor because this is not normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he goes to the doctor. It's a Thursday. And I was working. But as I was driving down the street, I decided I was going to veer off to World Market and get some coffee flavors real mm-hmm. quick. Mm-hmm. And I'm in World Market. And the doctor, I see that it's the doctor's office calling, and Mm -hmm. I answer it. And she says, "Um, I was wondering if you could go home and be with Mark and call me back. And that's all I remember doing, you guys, was taking the cart. I had one of those handle carts, and I slammed it on the floor, and I ran out of World Market. I don't even remember the drive home. I get home, and Mark is like, Standing behind the couch, slumped over it, bawling. And I walk in and I just looked at him and we just stood there and hugged. And I said, we need to call the doctor's office. And he goes, we don't need to do shit. And I'm like, no, we need to call the doctor's office. Like she told me to call. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I don't want to hear whatever they're going to tell us. And I said, well, maybe it isn't that bad. We'll call and, you know. Mm-hmm. So we call and they said, well, we want to talk about the results, but we don't want to talk about everything over the phone. We're going to give you just some basic stuff, but we're, then we're going to have you come in. So they tell us just some high level things. Some blood stuff came back, uh, you know, abnormal. There wasn't anything crazy in my head. So she's like, can you guys come in at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning, Friday morning? So we go in, and they're like, you have stage four pancreatic cancer. Oh, my gosh. And I'm like, we went from this to you have stage four pancreatic cancer? I don't have any of that running in my family. My uncle had stomach cancer, but that was it. I mean, 
other than that, no. He calls to find out if anybody in his family does. Not a single soul has any cancer. No one, like lineage all the way back. Wow. And we were like, it's okay. We've got this. It's we're going to we're going to get through this, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm like, we've got to tell the kids. Mm-hmm. And he's like, can we wait like a couple of days? And I'm like, okay. But what are we going to do? <laughs> and he's like, we'll just have them come over and we'll just tell them. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, you're going to need to talk. So kids come over and we tell them. And my, but I think both of my kids just kind of thought this was going to pass. It was just going to, whatever it was going to, it was going to heal. Mm-hmm. How old were they at the time? Madison was 23 and Jake was 19. Okay. So still really. Okay. So yes, young. Mm -hmm. Madison had a serious boyfriend at the time, who's now her husband, Mm -hmm. but who was so grateful and just loving like no other during this time, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and I think... Both of the kids at that point, just, you know, the reaction was just so, what do we do? You know, we all went into reactive mode of we're going to get through this and everything will be fine. So February, we get through all the way to September. It's our 25th wedding anniversary. Congratulations. I mean, how many people in today's time make it to 25 years anymore? Right. So that was a really big deal. Yes, we of were so proud that we made it 25 years. That is a big deal. It's a huge deal. I mean, he's my guy. He was my everything, you mm-hmm. know. So you think in today's society at 25 years, you've cheated, you've lied, you've, you know, done all of that. Mm-hmm. And that was not us at all. And I feel like that's been very instilled into both of my children. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Can I ask you a question during sure. this time? Absolutely. Just because a huge thing happened mm-hmm. between February and September. So COVID happened. Yeah. Like how how did you guys get through that? So I wasn't allowed in to his chemo treatments after his third one. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. And so he had to go in to chemo treatments by himself. Bless the nurses mm-hmm. there. Because he got really close with a couple of them. Yeah. And I'm friends with them still Mm -hmm. after this. Thank God. Angels. Yeah. Yeah. And just the other day I ran into one. I was walking out of a door and she was walking in. And I mean, we were like. That's a sign. It was like. A total sign. And I said, can we just stand here and hug for a few minutes? And we did. Oh, We just stood there. I was like, this is what I needed today. Yeah. You know. And she must have known because I was just having a day. Yeah. You know? Yeah, COVID was horrid. Horrible. For us. Yes. Um, There were given times where the kids even had to wear masks Mm -hmm. because we just didn't know, you know, what that was going to bring to Mark. Right. Mm. There's so many unknowns. Yeah. So that was really hard. Right. No. And I just wanted to be there to go to the doctor's office and hear what the doctor had to say. Right. So they would take notes and he'd bring me my notes home so I could read them. And as time went on and his health was failing more and more, I really wanted to be a part of these conversations. So then they started calling when the doctor came in so that we could, you know, have that conversation together. It sucked. Totally. Mm -hmm. I mean, I just wanted to hold his hand during this whole entire time. I felt like I was losing time with him. Right. When he had to sit through chemo sessions and I couldn't be there. You know, and chemo sessions were brutal on his body. Uh He'd try and eat and then he couldn't eat. Then he'd try and eat and he couldn't eat. And, you know, and I was the caregiver who, oh, you want Taco John's at? 1230 at night, I'm going to figure out how to get you a taco. Oh, you know what I mean? You're sweet. I'm not kidding. I would run out and do all of that. Like it was no tomorrow. I love your heart. Because it was so important for me Mm -hmm. for him to have that nutrition because Mm -hmm. there was so little. 
Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, and he'd try and eat it and he'd throw it up. And I mean, I was like, oh, I'd get so frustrated for him. I would yeah. too. You know? I know. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, we got this, babe. Like, it's just you and I and we're going to get through this. Mm-hmm. Through time, it just got worse and worse and worse. And the appetite just kept decreasing and mm-hmm. decreasing. And mama loves her food and so did Mark. <laughs> so, I mean, I knew that there was a problem, mm-hmm. you know. So we got through our 25th wedding anniversary, which was amazing. Um, Madison and Colin were building a home. It was right before Thanksgiving. And the house got done and we helped Mark out of the car and he got to see their house. And that was a huge blessing for him to be able to go through it because I just kept thinking, oh, my gosh, if they push a date back, I don't know if we're going to be able to get there. You know what I mean? (laughs) And I just wanted him to walk through it and see it and be proud of, you know, that moment that they did. And so... That was another hurdle that we got over. Thanksgiving of 2020, that was not happening. Yeah. It just, it wasn't, you know. And once again, we love our food, but it just, it didn't happen. We are Thanksgiving of 2020. It was really nice outside. I don't know if you guys remember that because we had to eat outside. Yes. Because we couldn't be with anybody. Correct. So we could only be with our neighbors Mm -hmm. right next to us. And I remember taking food into Eric because he couldn't come outside. He was too weak. we just gotten home from California and he was really bad. And he fell asleep holding this plate of food that I knew he was never going to eat. But he tried so hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That appetite's a trigger for me. Oh, Mm -hmm. big time. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was like, do you want me to cut the turkey up into little tiny pieces? I mean, I kept thinking, Mm -hmm. what can I do to, you know, and I'm like, I guess we could blend it. (laughs) (laughs) Gross. You know, yeah. Disgusting. Right. So the week after Thanksgiving was when hell broke loose. And I kept, you know, telling the kids, I'm just, I'm not, you need to come over here as much as you can. Mm -hmm. And Mark's big thing was he didn't want to die in the hospital. He just wanted to be home. Mm -hmm. So um, December 3rd, he could barely get up the steps. And I had to call my aunt. I said, can you please come over here? I can't get Mark up the steps to go to bed. I don't know what to do. And she's like, okay. And we call my aunt, Dr. Pam. (laughs) She's not, but that's what we call her. And she was a medical power of attorney. Mm -hmm. And she comes over and she brought some Depends with her. And I mean, it was just a like, here she walks in with all this stuff. I'm mm-hmm. like, of course you do. Very <laughs> poppin'. Uh-huh. That's right. <laughs> Literally. It took us an hour and 23 minutes to get from our main level in our house upstairs. And my heart was pounding so hard because I kept thinking to myself, after she leaves, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. Or is he going to have enough strength in the morning to get back down the steps? So that morning, I heard him try and gr- he was walking with a cane, like mm-hmm. if he had to go to the bathroom, just because he had such, his balance was horrible. And I hear him get it. And I said, do you want me to help you? And he goes, no, I've got it. And at that point, December 4th is my son's 20th birthday. And... I said, let me help you in there. Mm -hmm. So we go into the bathroom. He gets in there. He gets settled. And I turn around and I walk out. And he yells from the bathroom, get me my fucking pillow. Mm -hmm. And I go, excuse me? And the voice that that was in and the tone was not Mark. Not one bit of Mark. And I walk in and I have the pillow and I go here and he goes, lay me down on the floor right now. And I'm like, okay. And I mean, I'm like literally shaking. I get him on the floor and I'm thinking, I'm not going to be able to get this man up. 
And I couldn't. Couldn't get him up. And so I looked at him and I said, babe, I'm going to have to call an ambulance. He goes, you do whatever the hell you need to do. I mean, like, mean. This is, in 25 years, I'd never, never heard this tone. Mm -hmm. And I go, okay. And I'm, like, standing above him, and he just looked so pale. And I touched him, and he was so cold. And I'm like, this is not good. So I go downstairs and unlock the door, and... I just kept thinking to myself, I am going against every wish that he wanted because he didn't want to die in a hospital. So they take him, and I said, I need to go to the hospital that's down the street on Dodge Street. Mm -hmm. And they're like, okay. And I get in the car. I call my aunt. Mm -hmm. I call the kids. And I said, I'm going to the hospital with dad. I need I need everybody to get there. Remember, it's COVID. So I sat outside the waiting room uh-huh. while he was inside there. And the doctor comes over and sits next to me. And she says, um, his kidneys are shutting down. And um, he's having a heart attack. Oh, my goodness. And I go, but he's got pancreatic cancer. And she's like, that's not on my list right now. And I'm thinking, well, if he was going to pass, he's going to pass from, you know, that. So everybody gets there and they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. They're, you know, giving him some drugs to just settle him down and stuff and to slow the process down is what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Thank God. So they get him up into a room and everybody gets to go have their conversations. And, you know, Jake was like, Dad, please don't die on my birthday. Oh. And Mark and I had some pretty heart-to-heart cuts. So everybody went in on their own time and had their last words. And we've never spoke about what those, you know, words were and that's fine mine though I speak about a lot and mine were that he wanted me to keep hustling and every day of my life I hustle every Mm -hmm. day he asked me please don't die alone oh I leaned over of course because I'm a smart ass and I said I can't train another motherfucker (laughs) And he fist bumped me. That is perfect. That is so perfect. Felicia. He did. He fist bumped me to that. We're awesome. I mean, we were the most, that that was our relationship right there was 100% us. I feel like that should be the title of this episode. I know, right? Right. I mean, and the look in his, his eyes were really big and just, he just kept giving me that look. And then he looks at me and he says, I'm sorry that we never revisited life insurance. Oh. And I looked at him and I'm like, honey, we are not discussing that right now. Like, please stop. Right. And he just said, at that point, his voice was getting so raspy and just hardly talking. I remember that voice. Yeah. You remember it? Yes. And I don't know about you girls, but that voice is still there for me. Oh, my gosh, yes. And that last I love you for me was like, whew. But for me, the fact that I got to have those conversations helped me when all of this was done. So I wanted to stay at the hospital, and they wouldn't let me. Once again. COVID. Gosh. At five o'clock in the morning, the phone rings. You need to get up here right now. And I'm like, yeah, could have told you that. I can't believe they didn't let you stay. Nope. 
They wouldn't let me ever. This is so messed up. Nope. Eric was knocking on heaven's door like three or four times. I hope they never, we never go through this again. Never. I I don't mm -hmm. ever want another woman or or man. To go through that. Ever. Mm No. I feel like hopefully we've learned a lot from that year. (laughs) Yeah. I I just so too. I'm sorry to bring up COVID. I just know how big of a deal it was. We all, the three of us have, this was during our time. And I hate Mm -hmm. to say it. It's like, unless you lived through cancer in 2020 and like could not go help your significant other that you loved and they were in physical pain and you couldn't do or see them. It's heart wrenching. Yep. It it was. It was heart wrenching. So that morning. I asked for the charge nurse and I said, my kids are coming up here and my aunt is coming up here and me. Now, mind you, his family was in Grand Island and they couldn't come up. You know, there was Mm -hmm. nothing. So that was hard. Mm -hmm. And we got to a point where it was like, well, this is it. You know, Mm -hmm. we got to we got to figure this out. It was about six. 15 in the morning and Colin comes through the door, Maddie's now husband. Mm-hmm. And he asked Mark for Maddie's hand in marriage. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh. The room was nothing but crying. And my bless my son's soul. He's laying curled up on the bench like crying so hard and Madison's crying so hard. I'm crying so hard. My aunt is crying so hard. Bless Colin. Allie and Crystal are crying. Yes, I'm like, I'm like you guys, it was Colin's like so strong and he was trying, his voice was crackling. Oh. I mean, he's so tall and so amazing. And here he is trying to oh. talk to my husband, asking if he can, even though he's not going to be around, but when it's time, is it going to be okay? Gut wrenching. Mm-hmm. Mark looks and he says, "Make sure that grandkids know who I am." Aww. So, sure enough, we knew that that was pretty much that was how it was going to end. And Mark took his last breath at eleven twenty-two a.m. on Saturday, December the fifth. And then there was us. Madison and Colin got married on September 3rd, and Jake walked Madison down the aisle. Gosh. <laughs> and that's not supposed to happen in life. No, it's so it's beautiful. Not. No. Um, <laughs> no brother should have to do that. No. It's, it was so hard. So hard. And last week, Madison announced that she's pregnant. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> So, <laughs> so special though. Um, navigating life through all of that was a little much. My son bought a house in the midst of this to put what I've been through through all of this. 66 days later, I lost my mom. Oh my gosh. So, Hot Widows Club slash Lose Your Mom Best Friend is me. Oh, gosh. So not only did I lose my husband and my best friend, but I lost my mom, Mm -hmm. my best friend. So so some of the things that, like, you guys have talked about that my journey would be a little different, how you guys have your littles. What's different for me, and I'm hoping that some other people call in or, you know, or message you. I was the one who had to walk into nothing. I was 49 at the time when Mark passed. You know, I had to celebrate a milestone birthday without him. And so that was hard. You know, all those milestones. Yeah, they're hard. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know, you know, the whole... Don't die alone thing. I'm like, the thought of that. Like, literally the thought of that. It's a hard thing for me to process, you know, now, fast forwarding through all of this. But he wanted a celebration of life. So at the funeral home, you guys, 
I'm like, would you mind if we had the Husker game on and we brought in Captain Morgan and Coors Banquet beer? <laughs> and yeah, they like looked at me and I'm like, is that a yes? And they're like, we've never done that. I go, okay, great. We will. will be the first hey, time. We're doing it. Done. Yeah. <laughs> we did a dance party. So, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. I'm like, he would have been so mad if someone would have sang at a funeral or... <laughs> Like, I know that sounds crazy because some people, that's their closure. My closure was watching the Huskers lose. Yeah, the huge. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Par for so, the course. Yeah. Um, we get in there um, and, you know, we're getting all set up and everything. And the funeral director says, can I have you and your kids come over here? And I wanted a Husker urn. And they're, they're not available. And the funeral director calls us over and he says, just so you guys know, at 12.01 last night, and he shows his computer and he goes, you'll be the proud owner of the first Husker urn. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. That is a sign. Mark did that for you. Yes. At 12.01? Oh, my gosh. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. He goes, I got this email last night. That's nuts. Total sign. So That's what he wanted. Yeah. That is. It is. Yeah. So we got a black urn with red husker. And oh, on that it. is awesome. Where does the urn sit? It sits. Um, so I ended up moving. I built a new home. Mm-hmm. And um, I have a. I made these special shelves that go next to the TV mm-hmm. and the fireplace. And it's up on the little mantle. Got it. And it's, you know, it's pretty bit spot yay big. Yeah. I don't so, have an urn. I still have Eric in a box. Yeah. I had to put, I needed him. In my living room, mm-hmm. I talk to him a lot, mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. So do I. It's okay. And I mean, not to Mark, but well, yeah, you, you talk to Mark. Right <laughs> now, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he's Oscar man. I know. You right? rock. <laughs> um, you talk to him. <laughs> I don't know. Don't talk to anyone. I will. I will. So will talk I. To the dead. It's fine. It's all good. Um, so that's a. That's one thing I'm not embarrassed at all about. I will. I mean. Yeah. I will come home and should, cry after a crappy day and tell him about it. it. It just makes me feel good. You know, I'm sure you guys had this one. What do you do in the car when you get off work? My thing was I called him and asked what we were doing for dinner. Oh, Always. yeah. Oh, on the way home? Yeah. First it's call. It's so quiet. That's the first phone call. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. And if he didn't answer, I called my mom. Who do Neither. you call? I usually call Cindy. Well... So I work from home a lot more than what I ever okay. did. And I'm in sales, so I'm in my car all the time. Mm-hmm. And so mine's a hodgepodge of who I'll call. Like my dad, I'll call. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll call my aunt. I have a small family. Okay. If the kids are off work, I would call one of them. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they get sick and tired of me calling them all the time. <laughs> Once again, don't. quality time, you know? Yeah. But, and of course, I want to, every waking moment, I would want them around. But they're like, Mom, we got our own lives. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. Wait till whatever. that grandbaby comes. I know, right? <laughs> Allie's so excited. I know. I know. I am. The babies. I know. I'm so You're excited. You're going to love it. I don't know about you guys, but once again, for me, dinners were a thing. Sunday dinners. Mm-hmm. I hate Sundays. Okay. I hate Sundays like no other. I try to get myself engulfed in being with people, someone doing something. But then if everybody else has plans with all their peeps and I don't, I'm like, okay, now what? Who wants to play? Who wants? <laughs> Does somebody want to come out and play? I mean, that's kind of Who's how I feel. Free? I know. <laughs> you know, I had people staying with me for the first month, oh, wow. month and a half or so. It's so nice. Yeah. It was. But then they leave. I know. And I joke, like, I have an extra room in the basement, and I'm always like, who wants to come be my roomie? <laughs> I bet. I mean, I do. I tend to yeah. mm-hmm. go down that road a lot. I was alone for a couple of days this week without my kids. It was really lonely. And all my friends were gone. My, on Tuesday, I texted a friend, and I said, Every friend is traveling and my kids are gone and I'm so lonely. And 
my friend who was leaving, she said, well, you still have Allie. And I said, she's a hip hop. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, hip hop's so, on Tuesday nights. You should come sometime. Tuesday night was a lonely night for me. And I, it's not like I would have normally been with my neighbors or friends at that time. But knowing that they were all gone yeah. made me feel like my people who are just always there for me. Yeah, I, w- I was feeling you this week because I, not having my kids around, it's a huge. It was lonely. I know for you. Do you want to know what I did? I drove home from work. Tuesday night, I missed you. Wednesday night, I came home from work. Dolly Parton's I Will Always Love You came on. And so why not play that on repeat like a psycho Mm -hmm. as I'm driving down Dodge Street, slamming my steering wheel, bawling. Mm -hmm. What a nightmare. That's an out of the blue, right? Oh, yeah. It just came on. Out of the blue. It's like, are you kidding? And sometimes I change it, but I didn't. <laughs> we probably need to start wrapping things yeah, up sorry. for tonight's no, episode. Felicia, is there anything fine. else cool to share with us? What have you to- done with the ashes? You said you've done a couple of things. Um, yeah, I did those um, heart paperweights. Oh, nice. oh, okay. I did that. And then I'm going to make diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a, do, did you guys do anything with their handwriting? Yes. My daughter made me a necklace and it Aww. says, I love you forever. And then on the back, it says your hubby, Mark. Mm. And then I got his fingerprint in a uh, keychain. But I'm, I was telling Crystal, I carry his ashes with me everywhere I go. I have a little pouch. Oh. Hopefully it never gets spilt in my purse. <laughs> it's a piece of you if it does. I mean, literally, you More know. where that came from. So one thing I know before we wrap up, you had talked about the whole, you know, you meet somebody that's, and you find out that they're a widow. Yeah. And I have, through the years now, that's been my thing. Like, the minute that I find out that somebody is a widow, I mean, I just feel like you are that instant best friend. Yep. And it's crazy. One of my best girlfriends lost her Mm ex-husband, but we are now the best of the best of friends. Yeah. So through all of this, I've also became friends with another widow that's a very dear friend of mine now. And Mm -hmm. it's just, it is so powerful. Yeah. And the other thing I talk to people about is life insurance. I don't even sell it. I should. <laughs> I really should. Um, but I do. I talk about it. And two of my friends never had any life insurance until after Mark died. Mm. And now they do. Yeah. yeah. So. Get it, people. Yeah. Get it. Get it. It's worth it. Doesn't even matter if it's just a little bit. Get mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I want to end on one note that I saw uh, for both of you. I thought this was pretty special. So. Um, this is just something from another widow that that she had shared out into the world. But she said, for anyone who needs to hear this, remember these two things. You got to be there forever. Yeah. And you lived out your vows until death do us part. Mm-hmm. And we did our part. And we did give them everything that we had to give them along the journey. And so if I can find some peace in part of my widowhood, I lived out my vows. I did what I said yep. I was going to do. So did I. Yes. And I never miss a goal. And I'm so happy I did. I am oh, too. I don't regret a thing. I know. I'm no. so glad I was his forever. Yeah. Yes. So glad. So thankful. Thank you, Ross, for picking me. Yep. Thanks, Mark, for picking me. That's exactly. Eric didn't have a choice. Thank you, Eric. When I told you you were going to marry me, <laughs> that you did it. <laughs> Ultimately, you enjoyed it. Just so you know, I had 12 minutes inside Borsheims to pick out a ring. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a fun story. Mm-hmm. That is fun. He seems very romantic. He yeah. was. Yeah. Very much so. more about him. Yeah. Very much so. Crazy, I'm telling you. She's in the studio with him. Do you want to say talk about what you brought? Oh, yeah. So what I brought was this is what when he passed away, this is we had a picture of him that he had that we had taken prior and then everybody who came through signed it. And one of the guys that he used to work with brought Husker oh, stickers. I love it. 
it. I love it. So we have that. And then my daughter made, my daughter and son, they made a box of, it's a shadow box. Yeah. Oh. Of things of, he used to chew tobacco. So we've got like his last can of chew oh. in it. Oh. And um, he was a huge eBayer and he had business cards made. <laughs> I know. So we have one of his eBay business cards inside there, like funny stuff. He loved his back scratcher as a wooden back scratcher. <laughs> the thing was like decrepit and nasty. It's in there. He loved Tic Tacs. We have an empty deal of oh, his Tic Tacs. It's his stuff. It was, yeah. I love it. So yeah, we put you. all that together. Where is this at? Um, it's just, it's in the basement now, like in the extra spare bedroom. Yeah. So it. whoever stays in the spare bedroom yeah. gets Mark. It's Mark's room. <laughs> it is. <laughs> oh my gosh, so, guys. Yeah. So, and I ended up selling a lot of his collectibles. Okay. And that was another fun whole story. But, you know, a lot of men, they would question me. Like, <laughs> did I really know what I was talking about? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> don't question that. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. It's so, funny. and I hate doing trash. I hate taking the trash out on I Sunday nights. Like there's things, those are the things you guys that right. the little it things. made you appreciate yeah. all of that. Oh don't my gosh. for granted. Yeah. Yep. And I don't do bugs. That's the other thing. Mm-mm. I don't mind bugs. They don't bother me. Snakes. No so. way. Mm. All right, here comes Hanky Lou. So that's probably our cue to wrap things up tonight. Good night from the Hot Widows Club podcast. Thank you, Felicia. I loved Thank having you. Thank you so much. Thank yes. you so much for having me. All right, good night, guys. Bye. Bye.